Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here for our next episode of Finding Meaning. It is the 30th of June, last day of June for the year 2020. It has been an interesting month, to say the least, but I suppose one could say that about every month. Uh, So I want to share with you some thoughts this morning about the uh, journey, about the road to finding some authenticity. Because it is a, it's a road, it's a journey that is, is filled with peace, it's filled with real joy, real substance, real meaning. You'll feel things much deeper, you'll intuitively know things much deeper. But there's, there's a price for this journey. And I don't think we can dismiss that. And I think I want to, well, let me say it this way. I want to talk about that price that people pay for the spiritual journey. Because although finding your true self or finding to whatever degree you can who you truly are is the great joy of life. It's the great purpose, if you ask me. It's the purpose of life. Uh, that it does come, it does come with a with a with a cost. There, there's nothing free. Now, when you begin to discover your true self, when you begin to discover that the reality you've been living in is is uh, really a construct of other people's ideas, uh, it causes some turmoil. Because you have to begin to see your part in that that ongoing false reality. And when you begin to see that you played a part in it, or that you continue to play a part in it, then you begin to question, and this is a natural part of, of being on that quest, you begin to question, what else is there, what else should you be doing? How can you not participate in more false reality? And these, these things cause an inner turmoil. <clears throat> uh, and, you know, it, it, it's worth that turmoil to take the journey because even, even as frustrating as, as the challenges of leading a spiritual life can be, the, the joy still far outweighs the frustration. But I think we need to talk about the frustration because I think a lot of people uh, don't travel the path. It, you know, as, as uh, it, it is the road less traveled, to borrow that phrase from that old Scott Peck book, the, the road less traveled is the road to awakening because it does call upon you to not just experience joy and peace, but to challenge your notions of yourself and to, to be constantly challenged by the way the world is. Because uh, most people are very much still a part of that matrix, that false reality. And the more aware you become of that, 
what comes with that is a sense of frustration. And, and that, I think, is where a lot of people turn away from the journey. They sense that deep sort of conflict, and they don't want to deal with that. <coughs> so, excuse me. So I want to talk about that today. And let me, let me use a few analogies here. Let me try to add a little metaphor to the mix, hopefully, uh, to, to, to give some clarity to what I'm talking about. Um, I'm terrible at math. I'm terrible at math. <laughs> uh, I, I just never have been good at it. I am technically di- uh, diagnosed uh, dyslexic and dysnomic. So, you know, things like math or consuming large volumes of reading, it's very difficult for me. But when you, when you know a math equation, when you know how to arrive at the answer, uh, when you know the mechanisms by which to process a formula for math, an algebraic formula or what have you, and you're sitting in a room full of people who don't understand that. Uh, with that, I would imagine, <laughs> comes a frustration. Or let's say you know a, an answer to a, a relatively difficult trivia question. And you're playing a trivia game. And no one else in the game knows it, and it's not your turn to answer. You, you sit there and you say, I know this, and no one else does. How is that possible? Or why don't they know this? Or et cetera, et cetera. You're, you're the keeper of, of a great truth, of a, of a secret, of a of a resolution of an answer. And when you live the spiritual journey and and you take that journey beyond religion or politics, when you take that journey beyond uh, prescribed notions of the way things are, there is in the journey that feeling for you. And I want to name that for you because I think we have to see that clearly or we will give up on the journey. We don't want to give up on this journey. We don't want to give up on this journey at all. We want to understand all the parts that are going to come with the spiritual life. Now, a lot of people (coughs) will enter into, I'm using air quotes, a spiritual life through a religious context, uh, which ultimately probably won't be very spiritual, but they do so because it offers black and white answers. It offers absolutism. And, and our search for black and white answers, our search for uh, the resolution of the, of the, of the, of the question uh, leads us to uh, buy into things that actually boast our ego, that actually just 
add to the egoic sense of being that we have. And there's a, you know, that's the road more traveled right there, right? We, you look around and, and you see that the spiritual solutions offered for the problems in life are often just uh, another set of conceptual beliefs. And, uh, and more often than not, these conceptual beliefs just simply add to the ego. They simply boost <laughs> that false sense of self. And so when I was a clergy person, I would hear this all the time. People would say, I need to get back to church. You know, people I did, you know, people who knew I was a clergy person but didn't go to church or had gone to church, they would say things like, well, we need to get back to church and, and, and get back on that and that's going to make our life better. And <clears throat> what they're really saying is that they need a spiritual resolution. What I come to find out is that uh, although faith community can offer you lots of things. It can offer you support. It can offer you um, a place of, of friendship, of gathering, of, of, of uh, community. It, it can't offer you the, the answer. Uh, I kind of knew this at that time, but, you know, it's hard to say that when you're promoting a community because that's where... I thought the answer was. I, I, I came to find out that the answer wasn't there. The answer's within you. But we are so programmed to believe certain things. We are so innately, inertly, <laughs> deeply uh, are programmed. We are, are, you know, our neural pathways are so formed <coughs> around. <coughs> these kind of standard accepted ideas that we have a hard time breaking out of them. And then if we are able to break out of these conceptual ways of thinking, we find uh, this, this frustration often that the rest of the world is still there. Uh, let me give you another example. When we travel... And the older my kids get, you know, the less we travel together. I, I have two adult children now, and uh, my oldest child will be 33 this year, and she doesn't go with us as much as she used to. But when we used to, when the kids were all younger, we used to travel a lot together. Uh, I always would get up much earlier than everybody else, and I wanted to get on the road. You know, I wanted to to get going. I wanted to make the next destination. But I would have to, you know, sit and wait in the hotel room or go down to the hotel lobby to get coffee or go for a walk or something as everyone else was asleep. Sometimes two, three hours before people would wake up. Now, I could have been a jerk and woke everyone up. I didn't want to deal with that, that's for sure. I didn't want to deal with a bunch of grumpy people. Uh, so I would just sit and I, and I would wait as patiently as I could. A cup of coffee, take a shower, you know, scroll through the phone, etc., etc. Well, 
the spiritual journey is that same sort of thing, that you are awakening. Other people in the world are still asleep. Now, be careful with that. Don't think yourself more important because of that. Don't think yourself more special because of that. Because that, if you think that you are better than others because you're awakening, you're not awakening. That's the ego. But if you silently feel intuitive, uh, an intuitive frustration, if you will, about the ways of the world, and, and you're able to see where there could be solutions and no one else sees it, where you're able to see uh, the answer to the math equation that no one else is paying attention to, when you're able to see clearly where other people are making grave mistakes, and, and you could probably offer a fairly easy solution. If you live with that feeling, it probably means you're waking up in a world that's still asleep. So like the, like the math problem you have the answer to, like the trivia question you know that no one else does, like being awake in a, in a house or a building or a hotel room full of people that are still asleep, you kind of sit there alone. Well, you're not alone. Uh, I understand, trust me. I will say this, that the more awake you become, and, and I'm not saying I'm fully awakened for sure, folks. I deal with, I've, I battle a lot of ego still. But it appears to me that the more aware you become of your authentic self, the more that frustration could grow. And if you're not careful, that frustration can push you back onto a, a path that's far more traveled. So I'll use, I'll use that, the title of that old M. Scott Peck book, you know, Take the Road Less Traveled. Uh, understand that you are going to see things more clearly, to love people and places more dearly, to be uh, more grateful, to be more sensitive, to be often more emotional, uh, that you are going to care uh, at, at, a, at a deeper level than most people could never comprehend. But all of these things are worth the price to become aware of who you authentically and truly are. Because that's truly the purpose of, of life, folks. That's what I'm talking about. I, my understanding of this life is that the purpose of it is for you to learn how to be who you were created to be, what the universe needs you to be, and who we truly are. When that is based in love, that is a personal transformation, a global transformation, uh, that love is what we all need, what we all desire. There you have it, my friends. I thank you for your time. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. Uh,